Hello, baseball lovers. Welcome to an all-new installment of the Scoopod, the Yahoo Sports Baseball Podcast. I am Mike Oz. And I am sad Chris Swick. Oh, Chris, why are you sad, man? I, you know how sad I am right now? Tell me. Tell me how sad you are. I'm as sad as Colby Lewis after he lost a perfect game and a no-hitter. In like, uh, back-to-back innings, right? Pretty much. Yeah. And here's why. I'm staring at the Colby Lewis no-hitter post yeah. that... The public will never see. The fossils of uh, the unpublished stories. I remember there was one. I forgot who the no-hitter was, but there was one. I was like, man, that was a good no-hitter post I wrote. <laughs> broken up and, you know. Just 396 words of pure Chris Wick genius <laughs> that will never go out to the world. That might be a good book like or, or an e-book or something. Like all the near no-hitter stories that baseball writers have out there. Like just what they are. I know that that definitely came to my mind after he lost it, and then part of me was like, "That'd be interesting," and then the other part of me was like, "Would anyone really read that no. except for like you and I yeah. and other people who have to write stories like this?" Journalism nerds, but I mean, it, I don't know. There's probably be certain parts of it that are interesting, but not not enough. Not enough, it's not a money making idea. It's just sort of a an oddity, I think. I we're, agree. We're going to talk about some oddities. I think some some. Statistical oddities uh, this week on the show. We're talking about. I think we're talking about a lot of numbers and accomplishments and stuff. That's kind of the theme. We're going to talk about. We're going to talk about no hitters. We're going to talk about the cycle because uh, there was the first cycle of the season last night by Freddie Freeman, or Wednesday night, depending on when you listen to this. And uh, the big topic of the week so far has been uh, Ichiro and Pete Rose. Ichiro, of course, uh, has. I can't. I can't really do air quotes on a podcast, but I was going to say air quotes past. You know Pete Rose's career hit mark, um, and of course you know that's not a record. I mean, it, it, a good thirty percent of those hits came in Japan. So it's, let's, let's preface all this right now by saying there was no record set. There's nothing like that. Bad news, Robin and I. We're going to argue about this later. But um, Chris, I, I want to talk to you a little bit about it too because it's it's such a it's inspired so many takes, man. So many takes of each your own Pete Rose. Um, so I, before I get too far into it, man, like what, what, are, what are your thoughts at this point? Okay, so I have two main takeaways that I'm just going to throw out there, and I'm, I want to see if you agree with them. Okay. So the first is, this is only really a story because Pete Rose started talking about it to Bob Nightingale a couple days ago. That's take number one. Mm. And take, oh, okay, all right. Mm. And take, take number two is that... Um, well, now I forgot what take number two is, so okay, I guess I'll, respond I'll, I'll to take address, number one I'll address first. take number one, <laughs> okay. and then you can think of take number two. I, I disagree to some extent. I mean, I think Pete Rose definitely added fire to the flame. I don't think it probably would have been as big a deal. I think it would have been something we talked about. I mean, just like when, you know, Ichiro got 4,000 hits combined between wherever, and, like, you know, we wrote about that because it's fun, and, you know, but it's not. Like, him getting 4,000 hits total is not as big of a deal as him getting 3,000 hits in MLB. I'll say that. But it's still cool that he got 4,000 hits, you know? Um, and that, that's kind of how I view the entire thing. So I, I think it would have been it would have been interesting. It would have been something that people talked about. But I think the, the debate itself is ratcheted up a level because Pete Rose came out and tried to downplay it. Okay, take number two. I was surprised at how much Major League Baseball drew attention to it. Yeah, yeah, I'll give you that one. They, they definitely, like, were showing each other the love. And I wonder, like, if Pete Rose didn't have that record... Would they have done that? Like, if we were talking about a record held by somebody who, you know, wasn't banned from the league forever? Right. Well, I guess if I had to add take three, <laughs> it would be uh, that the only reason that this 
debate really exists is because Pete Rose is perceived as just a lying jerk among many people, right? Yeah, I'm actually surprised at how many people that have come out of the woodwork like trying to argue with me and supporting Pete Rose because there's so many people out there who hate Pete Rose. Um, but I don't know. I think I think they, they, they do. Baseball is a thing that, that holds records, you know, in a certain amount of esteem. And um, I think that's why it kind of gets people so riled up. And, um, I, you know, I look at it like this. I think that baseball is and sports in general are a place where, you know, your, your fandom almost relies on having all these weird facts to share with people and, and, you know, Hey, did you know this? And did you know that? And then, I mean, that's kind of the function of being a sports fan to a lot of degrees, right? You, you want to have like these, these things to talk about with your friends or, or, I mean, I guess now today you tweet them out, but in the past you would talk about them at a bar or whatever. And, um, you know, I, and that, that's how I look at the Ichiro thing. Like, it's something interesting. It's something to talk about. It's not a record. He's, he's not the hit king. He's none of that stuff. But, but it's cool. Like, you know, it's a, it's a neat thing to discuss. Another thing I've really been enjoying about the whole thing is uh, people who support Pete Rose, generally in my mind, are more of the, the old school baseball people um, who love just to talk about the good old days when – you know, you could throw in at pitchers, and it's very traditional. The, basically, the types of people who really hate steroid use and hate Barry Bonds. And, uh, and so, you know, if, if you were to count those international hits that Ichiro racked up, uh, that would mean that Sadaharu Oh uh, of Nippon Professional Baseball fame would be the all-time home run leader. And I feel like it, it's a way for the people who hate Bonds to, to finally diminish his stats. Mm-hmm. But now they, they can't do that because it also means that Pete Rose would no longer be the official hit leader. So I don't know. It's just like a weird logic thing to those people, I feel like. I, I, this, is the, this is the thing that I, to me, like, it seems obvious, but some of the people that I've talked to just, or the people who have yelled at me more than, I guess more than I've talked to, <laughs> people who have yelled at me, or sent me emails. Um, it, like, like it, it's sort of a function of like, do you not understand that, like Pete Rose can have as many hits as Pete Rose has, and be the MLB hit king, and Ichiro can have this number that he has as a total in his whole career that he's done, and those two things don't have to be, like the same. Right. You know, like like us saying that Ichiro has this many hits doesn't mean that they're in MLB. It doesn't mean that. Their record, it just means that's how many hits he has. So it's, it's almost like, and, and I, I just thought of this example. It probably would have been a good example to, to use before. But it, it's kind of like if you're going to say Ric Flair, right? Ric Flair has won however many championships he won between, you know, all these different wrestling organizations. And he's won, you know, because he always was 25 times, whatever. And, like, I don't know. No one said, well, Pete, no, no, Ric Flair, you've only been 13 times in WCW. Like, you know, you, you go and you, you do that and you, you roll around and you call yourself 25 time champion and whatever. And you know, that Ric Flair can do that. And then someone else can say, well, I am the, I am the champion um, of WWF because I've held the belt, you know, 12 times over there. And like, people are okay with that. People are okay with like those two things coexisting. It seems like in baseball, like they're they're not okay with with that same kind of idea 
um, you know, being trotted out in their face and they have to be like, no, it's either this or it's that. Like, we can't have both. Right. Yeah, right. I don't know. That's funny to me. Like, it, it's, it's funny to me how the, the fu- a function of, like, modern sports and, like, modern, like, sports commentary, and I, I blame, I don't know, Skip Bayless, I guess, and Stephen A. Smith is, like, it either has to be one or the other. Like, there's no, there's no, like, other answer. Like, it's either... Piero's or debate, and that's it, you know. And like, well, yeah. I mean, you know, Ichiro's not the hits king, but I mean, Ichiro has he has all these hits. That's okay. That's good. Good for him. I will say the whole thing has made me reflect a little bit on Ichiro's career and his legacy because I think we're all pretty aware that he's he's done right at the end of the season. Has, has has he already said that? No, he hasn't said that. Oh, all right. Well, he's his career is pretty much wrapping up, though. I mean, look how good he's been this year, man. He could he can come and play next year. True, and I'm not saying he should retire if he thinks he's still got something left in the tank, but he is old, and I just feel like uh, you can make the argument that he was the most important player to come out of the 2000s because obviously the stats are there and he's Hall of Fame caliber player, but he was also a trailblazer for. Japanese position players. Before him, there there were none. And uh, he came over, he was extremely successful, and because of that, I think you saw guys like Hideki Matsui get a chance. I mean, if Ichiro had come over and failed, I don't know that he gets that same chance. So he launched careers of a lot of players who, yeah. who have come over, and I just... That's so impressive to me. I, I, saw, you, I saw that take before, Chris, and I yeah, applaud yeah. that take. Good job. Thank you. So there you go. There's my Ichiro, my Ichiro love. Let's move on to something that I think we're going to fight about. And uh, maybe, maybe, maybe somewhat of a, I wouldn't call it a hot take by me, but maybe a tepid, maybe like a warm, we, warm take. Are we embracing debate? We might be. Okay. So I think, I think hitting for the cycle is underrated. Freddie Freeman hit I, for I, the I cycle disagree. last night. Right? And, we're like, <laughs> and we're trying to gauge like how important is hitting for the cycle. And, like, you know what? It doesn't happen that often, man. Like, it doesn't happen as much as... It doesn't happen as much as no-hitters happen. And I, I think that... I think the cycle is cool. I think the cycle is, is, a, is a cool accomplishment. Um, I, I don't think it's, it's in the same ballpark as throwing a no-hitter. I think the no-hitter, you know, has a certain prestige about it. But I think, I think this, the scarcity of the cycle these days makes it something that's kind of cool. I don't know. It's Unload too, on me, man. Let me hear it. Well, it's just too random for me. It's, you know, getting four hits in a game is impressive and great and whatever. Um, but it's not like, it just, it doesn't, it's, it's random. I mean, just the fact that you got lucky enough to hit a single, a double, a triple, a home run. Um, there's just a lot of luck involved. So I don't know. It's, it's fun. It's certainly fun, but is it really more impressive than just a regular four-hit game? I, I think so. I mean, I think not in a like not not if it's like a you know four home run game or something or a, like I I prefer a four home run game to a a cycle game for sure. Um, I, I think of it like this. I think of it like playing Yahtzee, right? And there's not really a skill in playing Yahtzee necessarily. I mean, you have to make some right choices sometimes to, to win the game. Um, but in, I mean, in terms of rolling the dice and getting what you get, I mean, it's all kind of, 
you know, not really up to you so much. But when you when you win, you know, when you beat people, like you still win, and then that, then that's great. Um, so it's not as much of a like I, I would I would compare this if we're saying hitting for the cycle is Yahtzee, and like throwing a no hitter would be like Monopoly, right? Like you you it's much more of a, a mentally strenuous exercise, not only to finish a game of Monopoly but to actually win it and whatever. That, like you're you're really putting some effort there. And Yahtzee, you're kind of just rolling the dice and being like, hey, that's cool. But I mean, if you if you make it through and you get all the stuff you need to get in Yahtzee, like great, that that's good. You won the game, good job. And yeah, there's there's some luck involved, and yeah, you know, like you you're not controlling every single bit of it. But I think the fact that it, that it happens so infrequently now, um, like when you think of when you think of the cycle and, and the 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 prestige that it's held with in baseball these days, you would think, oh, that happens once a month, right? Like no, it does. It doesn't happen that often. It's, well, happened, it's happened one time this season now. Okay, but I think part of that is now these MLB push notifications. That I don't know if they're still if they still do it, but they used to send it out anytime a guy was a hit away from the cycle, and it seemed like every night you were getting a notification that was like so and so is a triple away from the cycle, and so and, I think and, that plays and a role. Three too, times a week, somebody it, takes a no hitter into the seventh inning. Like it's you know. Well, I, I don't know if I'd go that far, but I, I think that has taken away a little bit of it. But, but I would also say, like, I don't know. I can't think of five players who have hit for the cycle. And I could probably easily think of five players who have thrown no hitters. Uh, that, that, I mean, that's a good point. That's, that's a really good point, Chris. I, I will give you that. I mean, it's definitely ingrained in our ingrained in our head more but that's also because we help we hold it in much higher prestige because it's when we we stop what we're doing and watch the no hitter i mean that that's that's kind of baseball culture right like we do that but like how special how special are they these days i mean how many how many no hitters were thrown last year chris uh or is this a test are you testing me yeah i would say five seven Seven. Seven no hitters thrown last year. How many people how many cycles last year? Two. Four. Yeah, but but like you said, I see I feel like it's it's properly rated because I don't think people are turning on their TVs to watch Freddie Freeman's fourth at bat. But like this Colby Lewis thing that happened today, well, I, I don't know. I guess I'm a bad example because this is my job. But but other people were probably tuning in. Casual fans or Ranger fans at work were going out of their way to try and watch this game because the no-hitter was on the line. Whereas, like, I don't know if Braves fans were turning their TVs on last night to be like, ooh, Freddie Freeman needs a double or whatever he needed. Yeah, no, I mean, I'll, I'll give you that part. Like, but, but, but again, how much, of that is, how much of that is that the trained behavior of how we react to no-hitters? Like because it's because we deem it to be so important. Because it's cooler. <laughs> but 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 why? Because that's that's what you've been taught, right? I mean, you just that's kind of ingrained in you, and you're like, oh, this hardly ever happens. But, well, no, but it I, does. Like it happens pretty frequently. How many how many no hitters in 2014, Chris? I don't, I don't four five. How many cycles? Two. One. Yeah, I I guess. I, I don't know. Once. No, no, no hitters are way more impressive because. No, no, I'm not saying they're not impressive. 
I'm saying that the the cycle is underrated because it happens. And, and the reason it's underrated is that we we hold we hold the no hitter in such high esteem, but it happens so frequently nowadays. And whereas the 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 cycle happens less frequently, and we're kind of just like ah whatever. But I think it's because the no hitter is a sign of dominance, right? And the cycle is is more luck to me. I mean, like I said, you could have a four-hit game, and, and that's a great game, and that's a dominant game, and we see that all the time. So the only difference is that the, the guy's four hits just so happen to be in this lucky combination. That, that, a, that's what I would say sets you know, it apart. No, I mean, that's that, and, and I, you know, like I, know, I, I acknowledge there's a certain yahtzee to it, and I, I think that's true, and I will admit that. So you're wrong. That's, no, I'm not wrong. That's where we're at. You're, no, I'm not you're wrong. wrong. I, I stand. Right. I stand by what I'm saying, and I and I, I can I can agree with you that the no hitter is better than the cycle, while also agreeing that the that also thinking that the cycle is underrated. I feel like uh, like, like let's say this: a no hitter is a what eight? If a, you know, because it's not a perfect game, right? So a no hitter is an eight. Okay. I would say a cycle is a six. But everyone uh, else thinks the cycle's a four. You yeah, know, like, like, my my first inclination was to say four. Yeah, and I and I might think it's like five or six. So I'm not saying it's as good as a no hitter. I'm just saying you know whatever. Here's here's a wrinkle I want to throw at you. Cycle. Well, we can use this scale where we're at. So let's let's say let's say we agree upon the cycle being a four, right? And the no hitter being an eight. Um, what's a combined no hitter? And is a combined no hitter better than a cycle? Yeah, that's tough because I really don't care about a combined no hitter. Um, Are they the I, same? I, I mean, I, 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 yeah, I want to say they're the same, but I, I'll say a combined no hitter is a three and a half. All right, so you give a little bit of edge to the cycle. Yeah, because once the thing, the the impressive thing about the no hitter is that one person did it. So once you start adding in a bunch of people, yeah. it's no longer impressive to me no i agree and i, I think there's something that you know fresh arms come out of the bullpen obviously right um, yeah yeah you have the advantage at that point almost but also that that's kind of what makes the cycle kind of cool is because you know potentially <laughs> facing different pitchers i'm just just saying man just throwing that out there i think this the cycle is better than the combined no hitter because it it's the one person doing it yeah you know it's like if adrian beltre had a single double a triple then he left the game and his pinch hitter hit the home run you wouldn't be like Oh, it's a combined cycle. Cause, yeah, yeah, I feel you. But maybe we should do that because that makes about as much sense as the combined no hitter. So what's, I'm going to stump that now. What's a what's what's okay? So we established no hitters an eight. Like, what's a ten? Is a perfect game a ten, or is there something perfect, better than a perfect for game? Sure. And and I would even I would probably say, I mean, what's what's a four home run game? That's what I was going to say. Like, what's what's more impressive, four home run game or perfect game? Well, perfect game. I mean, I've never seen a four home run game, man. Like, what do you mean? What do you mean by that? Like, I've never, I've never witnessed one. Well, didn't Mike Cameron hit one? I mean, they didn't know what's happened. happened. I mean, but like, like I've, I've watched a perfect game before. Oh, I guess, but but still, both have happened in your lifetime. It's not like yeah. I don't know. I I have to say, I don't know how many people have uh, have hit or have had four home run games. It's happened. Uh, let's see. Once in 2012, it's happened in uh, 2003, 2002, twice in 2002, 1993, 1986. So, I mean, 
six of them in the last 30 years. And so it's more rare than a perfect game. Yeah. But, but so, does, so does rarity make it better? Because, Chris, if rarity makes it better, then we can talk about cycles and no-hitters. Um, <laughs> well, I, 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 don't, yeah, I don't think rarity in this case makes it better. So you would say perfect game, perfect game, four and one game, no hitter. That'd be your. I guess I, I don't know. I mean, I I really hesitate with with a no hitter and four home run game. That that's a really tough one for me. Well, I think you, uh, what, what, you you can't just uh, can't just get out of this. Oh, I mean, I I think I think I think what I said. I think perfect game, four home run game, no hitter. Okay, that's that's what I think. Um, but I was gonna say, like people, people listening, shoot us a shoot us a tweet oh, or something. Let yes. us know how you rank them. I would love to hear people's opinions and to tell me that I was right. <laughs> I mean, I think we we almost agreed on the end there. But I would I will say, the cycle is definitely more than a four. The cycle is at least a six. At least. No, it's a four, man. It's a six. The cycle is a six. You're just saying it's a four because that's how many hits it requires and. You're a numbers geek, so. Look, if you can name six people who have hit for the cycle, then I will grant you six. But now I know you've cheated and looked, so. I can tell you, I can tell you the last six. Already <laughs> named Matt Kemp, Adrian Beltre, <laughs> Sinsu Chu, Brock Holt, Michael Kadire. You've now been disqualified. Keep going. Mike Trout did it. Adrian Beltre's done it three times. Aaron Hill did it twice in like two weeks. We're going to have to ban you from trivia. In the Pablo same- Sandoval hit for the cycle, so maybe that, that's probably not something that goes to my my case huh well Brock Holt did it right yeah Brock Holt did it but you know I'm looking through Luke Scott hit for the cycle wow yeah, that's something um, I want to see Madison Baumgartner hit for the cycle that'd be great I think you'll be waiting a long time on I that I McDowell hit for the cycle the only thing I know about him is that he had a high water bill thanks to Deadspin I, I literally know nothing else about him. Oda B. McDowell. All right, let's uh, talk to Bad News Ramen where there's going to be some there's going to be some more fighting in there. Um, so I, I'll warn you guys for that. And then Chris and I will be back with some important questions. This is the Stew Pie. It is time for another installment of Three Strikes with my man, Bad News Robin. He is the, uh, the the red man to my method man this week. Red man to the method man. Yeah. The other thing, too, is speaking about red man, there's this, uh, there a student driver that just did a, did a stop, and I felt like uh, rolling down my window saying, hey, that's a California stop. I, I just like bothering people, dude. You know, like I just want to go up there and just like tap on the window and go like, you suck, dude. What you don't know how to drive. Man? I don't know. Well, because it, it was a red car. You know, and, and that's, roll down the window and be like, time, time for some time for some action. Like no, no, not not that. It'd, it'd probably be more of a, it'd probably be more of who's in charge here. I am. <laughs> boom, boom. Who's in charge here? You are. <laughs> that, that's that's the red man that I know. So uh, let's go ahead and get let's into. Let's talk about uh, some baseball. Yeah. Let's talk about some besoberu, and that's kind of a hint of what I'm going to talk about. But the first one, real fast, I just kind of saw. I, I kind of felt that this was funny, and it just kind of shows. Um, you know, kind of, I think you guys might have this discussion again, but the all-star balloting. Uh, I, I like how the Kansas City Royals today parted ways with Mr. Infante, and he's one of, like, he's, like, what, the third or third or fourth, like, top 
vote getter in, in baseball and, and he's not even going to play. So it's just, you know, like Kansas city, like your act is getting tired, dude, stop voting for all these guys that don't belong on the all-star game. Right. Like with great power becomes great responsibility. Like I know you guys have like a ton of votes. So vote for people that actually deserve to be in there. Right. There's no way that Infante should even like sniff the all-star game, but alas, we have to deal with Kansas city Royal fans again. Yeah. I guess it'd be different. Like with the Cubs instance, if like, you know, Jorge Soler is doing well and he's not, doing well in the season but you know if they just cut him tomorrow then that would obviously be a bad look and you know the Cubs have a bunch of people but they don't have anybody who you know they're, they're going to send down to AAA tomorrow or something so I mean before your Royals fans get mad that's the difference the Royals are going to make it bad for everybody right it's like I think you know people should vote for the all-star game and and see when it first started there was there was response some responsibility to it right like I remember when 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 Bad News Ramen was a, was a wee little lad at, at seven years old, I, I think I got an all-star ballot and I was looking at all the people and like, instead of like going all Oakland A's guys, you know, I, I think I picked like a couple cause I think maybe Ricky was still around. I'm not sure, but I know, but I, but I looked at all the other guys too and like saw like some other names going like, well, I don't like that guy on that team, but you know, he's, he's a good player. He should be on Yeah. in, in my seven year old mind. You know, even back then, even back then I was hard. Yeah. Principles, man. Yeah, I, I did. Yeah, I, that, that's what I stand for. Um, <laughs> but before before we get into other other political uh, real life situations that I really don't want to talk about, especially with uh, everything that's been going on and kind of the, the media backlash and then you know just the coverage of certain things here and there. Uh, the key point is that fifty people died. You should you should focus on that instead of all the stupid talk that's coming on after it. Fifty people died. That's sad. Deal with that. Don't deal with all the other garbage. Okay, strike number two. Strike Ready? Two. All right. So strike number two is uh, Mr. Uh, Jose Reyes um, got dropped by the Rockies. He he essentially got uh, sent back down to the minors, which means that you know he's pretty much cut. But I don't want to hear all this garbage about how the Rockies are taking a stand against domestic uh, domestic abuse and domestic violence. If they really took a stand against domestic abuse and domestic violence, they would have dropped him the second that it was reported that he did it, or at least like confirmed, right? I mean, you don't wait, you know, until like Travis Story develops and uh, look at your payroll and see like, okay, you know, they are eating up his contract. I, I have no problem with that, but I think that's more of a business. It's it's a it is a business decision that they can live with, and it makes it easier by what Jose's actions are, and especially the way uh, you had you know you're talking about domestic abuse, but you're also talking about the way that he treated uh, the fans, you know, in the Rockies themselves, like just basically calling them losers and saying that you know he wants to play for a winning team. So it 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 made it very easy to eat up that forty million, right? Like if I'm yeah. a baseball if I'm a baseball executive. Um, and and I have to make a decision which which forty million I need to cut forty sixty million. Where can I go and cut it first? Oh, Jose Reyes. Why? Well, because he, he's he's an idiot. He's a jerk to our fan base, and uh, he's a questionable person as well. well but I, I, I don't. They still have to pay him the forty million dollars. Exactly. Yeah. 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 You know. Sorry. I I I went a little bit too far ahead of myself. But because I just get worked up, I get tired of 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 things being construed in in a different way, right? It's like it's just like that whole like kind of Facebook generation, you know, Twitter generation, and just kind of the whole dumb millennial type re- reporting that says you know that you have to lie or 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 bring up another reason uh, for someone to click on click on a story on Facebook. It's like it's like. You will never believe what the Colorado Rockies did, or Jose Reyes domestically abused his his you know significant other. You won't believe what the Rockies did. I'm like, oh, I'm an idiot. Let me go click on that link. I'm tired of it, dude. So <laughs> let's just get rid of that. It's not they didn't take a stand against domestic violence. 
they made it very easy for him for, for them to, to waive him. That is the reason why, because he sucks because of his because of his character and because they have a bunch of young guys in their system. They have a guy like Trevor Story that has taken his place. Trevor that Story. is the Let me reason. Correct you second time, Trevor Story. What Trevor Story? I, I, I like. I let it go the first time, but Trevor Story. I, I, I like Trevor Story. Dude. Trevor Story has more ring to it. He should listen to me. So that, that's I, that's I where will I'm. I will say this, man, because I mean, I do think to some degree they're taking a stand. I don't think they're taking like, you know, pats on the back, whatever type stand. Um, I think he's a serviceable player and, and could play somewhere. And if they want to get rid of him, then fine. But you know, they 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 obviously could have kept him around if they wanted to. I, I I'm I'm sort of in the middle on this because I think that while I agree with you, if they were really really taking a principled stand, they would have done it right away. Um, you know, they, they let it play out and kind of see, okay, well, nobody wants to trade for him. All right, so we're not going to get anything back. We have somebody else. Okay, so let's cut him. So they don't deserve, like, the huge pat on the back for it. But they definitely don't deserve – I mean, they, they definitely did better than a lot of NFL teams did. Let's say that. Yeah. But, but I think baseball is also kind of known for eating up eating up contracts. So this isn't, like, a big story. It's just kind of a case where you have a bunch of hacks that don't know what they're talking about, and it's a way for them to get, to get clicks on their uh, – on their uh, web pages and stuff, so that's what it is. What's strike three? I, so I, strike, I bet I know what strike three is. <laughs> strike three is kind of the same ilk of what we were talking about in terms of shoddy uh, journalism, um, and it wasn't so much because you wrote a story about Ichiro um, kind of quote unquote breaking the all-time hits record past Pete Rose, um, and then I kind of you know, and so I saw it on Facebook because you know, lo and behold, we are friends on Facebook, and then. You know, after you like kind of click on a story, and then you know you go back to your your feed, there will be stories underneath kind of talking about the same stuff, and it's the exact same thing. Like Ichiro breaks the you know career hit hit mark. I'm like Ichiro didn't break crap, dude. The only thing that he broke was <laughs> was was the hearts and minds of all of all these dumb reporters like saying like you know he's this this that and this. Like now we need, now we can talk about something right because we have nothing to talk about. Like does he deserve to have the all time home run or not? I mean the all time hits record because he did it in Japan? No, it doesn't count. Okay, it's in Japan. All right. You know, you if you want to start doing that, start counting the Negro League. Start counting high school baseball. You can even start counting double uh, A, you know, double A, single A, triple A T ball. Right. I think, I think if you're you, the guy who sent me like ten emails yesterday under ten different names. No, I, I heard all this stuff in my in my inbox. Well, it, but it's true. I mean, this isn't a, this isn't a story, dude. I mean, that's it, what it I'm, is a story. And it, not I, this is the thing. Like you're not you're not looking at it with any nuance to say. Like, like he's not breaking a record. Like, nowhere in anything that I wrote did it say he's breaking a record. Oh no, I'm not, I'm not talking about your writing. No, I'm no, just, no. But I'm yeah. saying, but like, I'm, I'm hearing the same argument. So I'm just going to say that I don't think he broke a record, but I think it's a story because I think that's such a famous number that 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 is a record, and he matched it. And it's not official. I mean, it's not a, it's not a record. Pete, Pete Rose is the hit king, but it's still cool that it happened. That's my take. But what what record are we talking about here? I mean, the whole thing is that Pete Rose did that record playing Major League Baseball, right? Yeah. Ichiro, you know, quote unquote, you know, reached that number of hits playing Japanese baseball and Major League Baseball. So mm-hmm. there is no record there. I like mean, the whole it's not a record. Yeah, but but I don't even think I don't even think that's a story. I mean, you know, it's, it's a story. I don't think so, dude. This is, this I, is I, the best example I have for it. And I think I, I, are, me, are we are we disagreeing for the first time on this on this podcast? Usually, I just don't argue with you. But we disagree <laughs> often. Um, and you can't you can't be throwing out that curveball and then let it go. Yeah, usually, usually, I, generally, I think you suck, but I usually don't say anything. Okay, no, go, go ahead. Go. Um, no, this is this is the best example I thought of. It's like it's like if someone was in AAA, right, and they had like a twenty game hitting streak, and they got called up to the big leagues and had like a thirty six game hitting streak, like. 
it, he, that is not a hitting streak. No, but it, but it, but it, but it's not <laughs> but it's not the record, right? But you might be like, oh, that's kind of cool. That if if you put it together, he has fifty six games. That's neat. It's not a record. It's not it's nothing else other than hey, did you okay. know this? And so so, let, so let's no, let's no, no, do this. Let so, so let's let me finish do this. There. I'll let you finish. I'm, I'm going to agree. Do with not you. tell me that the entire backbone of sports and sports fandom is not built on the fact of like, hey, did you know this random fact? Did you hear this weird thing? That doesn't mean it's a record. It just means that, hey, that's that, that's a number that matters. And Ichiro has reached it in this other way. It doesn't make him the hit king. It just means that that happened and that's cool. Okay. So when, a, when a approached by a responsible journalist, even though all your commenters say that you're not, when approached by a responsible journalist, like your story was, I was like, okay, you know, like, cause that's the way that you kind of, it was kind of the theme that, that you, you wrote it, wrote it about. And you talked about kind of like his tenure dominance that he had when he, when he first started it, when he first started playing in the major leagues, you, you, let's, let's get something out of the way. Ichiro is my favorite player of my generation, right? Mm-hmm. Like I, I grew up watching this guy. He is my favorite player. So I, you know, it's, it has, there's nothing else in, no other ulterior motive. What I'm saying though, is that it, it's, it, what I have a problem with is I have a problem with sports sports talk uh, on the radio and on TV, uh, not knowing what the hell they're talking about, and they're trying to make a story out of this. And and everybody, you know, it's like should it should it be allowed? You know, it's like it's it's not a topic of conversation. What I'd much rather see is if you're gonna if you're gonna highlight all those hits that he did right during that time, then you know what? Give me some stats, right? Say like you know, uh, say like 3,500 of them are are. Are singles, you know, twenty-five of them are, are doubles. Um, you know, in Japan, he hit more, he hit more triples or more doubles or more home runs in Japan than he than he did in the U.S. During that time, he only struck out so much time. You know, during that time, his his uh, on-base percentage was this. During that time, when he, run, runners were in scoring position, this this was his number. And I and I got kids over here one recording a podcast. Oh, I got a, uh, I got a dog out here recording a podcast, so it's okay. <laughs> hey, good, but you know, it's the type of story like that. And I'm I'm going to end it off. Okay, I agree. I agree with what you're saying, but there's too many hacks out there for me to wholeheartedly agree with what you're saying because, unfortunately, we live in a world of hacks. And number two. Your dog made his appearance. Number three, that stupid peacock that always wakes me up at four <laughs> o'clock in the morning. It is gone. It is out of my life. It went somewhere else. I am a happy man. Even though it doesn't sound like I'm happy. And you tell that dog to shut <laughs> up because I'll come over there and pop him in the mouth. Yeah, shut up, dog. This is, this is the stew pod. We'll be back in a minute. This will not produce any arguments between us, Good. but it may produce arguments uh, between you and your wife. Oh, yeah. You fight with my wife. Huh? All right. We'll see what you got, homewrecker. All right. So my wife uh, is going out of town today. She had an early flight, and she stopped at home um, a little while ago. And she said, hey, you need to make sure that you pick up the dog from daycare later. And she was very concerned that I would just forget about it. Because usually she does that after work. So now it is my responsibility. And uh, I'm not going to forget about it because I'm great and I don't do that. But I'm wondering, you have children. And that leads to lots of responsibilities. And I'm wondering if, there's, uh, if you've ever had a moment like that where... You've just completely forgot to pick up a child or something in that same area. I've never forgotten to pick up a child. 
let's 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 preface anything by saying that. Um, I mean, I forget things, you know. I don't think I've ever forgotten a like living part of my family or anything like okay, that. Okay, that's um, good. That's good. It's it's more like, hey, remember to do remember to do this chore or whatever, and it's like, oh, I forgot. Um, or at work, I mean, there's stuff, you know, like, oh, I got to do this today, and I just totally space on it. So uh, I don't have any great story about the time I left my kid at at Chuck E. Cheese or anything. Soccer practice, but your kids aren't old enough for no. well. I guess uh, your oldest son plays baseball, but you coach, so yeah. t- tough to really leave him at the park when, when you're coaching. Yeah, no, I haven't, <laughs> we, I, haven't, I haven't forgot anybody anywhere. I would say probably, Chris, the closest we've had is, you know, times where we miscommunicate and say, okay, well, who's going to go get the kids, you know, and it's like, oh, I thought you were, I thought I was, and we, never to the point of, like, we've forgotten them, but more of, like, oh, wait, I got to go do that, I thought you were going to do that, um, so, I'm, well, I'm good, Chris. I'm a good communicator. My wife is a good communicator. We are good. That's people. good to know. Because I feel like every TV show, there's that one episode where kid gets left at soccer practice. Stupid big adult husband can't remember to do stuff. That, that and me, uh, my, my game is on point, Chris. Let me tell you that. I don't have kids yet, so I just have to go off of all, everything on television because that, that's all true. So I'm it's, glad that yeah. it's not actually the case. I think what, what the case actually is, Chris, is I'm a good example for you. Follow the way I live. Be like me. You right. Know, take care of your, your your one day to be born children, maybe. Well, even, possibly. even if that's true, I'm not going to agree with you on the cycle thing. All right. I think we're done. Tell the people what they need to do. They need to rate and review us in iTunes. Not difficult to do. Just pull, pull up your iTunes app, type in StewPod. Hopefully you'll give us five stars and leave us a nice review. And that's it. Take some love. I don't know, 15 seconds? Yeah. All right. Well, thanks, guys, for listening. This is the StuPod. We'll be back next week with more baseball talk. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.